Welcome to a Durban Christian Centre South message. We believe that the message you are about to hear shall change you, realign your focus, and help build your relationship with our Lord Jesus. With you, we agree that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Here is Dr. Johnny Krobler with the Word from God just for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for resting on every home. Thank you, Lord, that you touch every life today, that you, Spirit of God, have prepared us. You fill every home. We are your temple. And thank you for your glory that touches every life today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, glory to God. Bless you all, saints. Welcome this morning to Pentecost Sunday. Hallelujah. And today we are celebrating and thanking God for the most glorious uh, consummation of the promises of God. When Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father and he said, wait till I send the Holy Ghost to you. And the Spirit of God came on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. So dearly beloved, today I want you to take your Bibles and turn to John chapter 16 and verse 7. And I've entitled my message today, are you ready? Preparing for a move of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. John chapter 16 and verse 7 says this. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. How glorious, how amazing, this wonderful Holy Spirit that came to us. Jesus said it's to our advantage that he goes away. Because when the Spirit of truth has come, we are born of the Spirit. We are filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit is working in you and he's working in me. And saints, we're about to step into the greatest move of the Holy Ghost that the world has ever seen. There's one Holy Spirit, the same Spirit, think of this, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the Holy Spirit. The Bible says it's Him that came and filled us. You and I and every believer on the face of the earth have the same Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And He's with us with power. He's with us with demonstration. Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power. And we have received the power of resurrection life. By the Holy Spirit, we have the gifts of the Spirit. By the Holy Spirit, we have the fruits of the Spirit. We have love and joy and peace and patience and endurance and kindness. Hallelujah. Meekness, temperance. All these wonderful fruits of the Spirit, the Spirit working in us because we are sons of God. We are of the Spirit of God. Glory to His holy name. And then the Holy Spirit is working mightily in us in the gifts of the Spirit. We've got the gift of tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, hallelujah, the gift of discerning of spirits, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of faith, the gift of working of miracles, the gifts of healings, 
by the Holy Spirit, working with us, the Bible says, with signs and wonders, confirming the Word of God. Hallelujah. The Word is heaven sent. We are born of a heavenly Word. And the Spirit of God is heaven sent. We are filled with the presence of the Holy Ghost. And that atmosphere that He sets in us is heavenly. It's a glory. And thank God today for the Holy Spirit that is with you and with me. Hallelujah. And the most important relationship we have on the face of this earth is our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Now, as we prepare for this move of God, I, I, I thought to pray with you today and speak with you today about preparing yourself. And heart attitudes are so important. You know, they say your attitude determines your altitude. Well, that's more than a poem. There's a great truth in that. And if we want to move in the power of the Spirit, what, what are we going to see? We're going to see a church who do exploits in the name of the Lord. A church that knows the Holy Ghost. A church that is inspired and empowered and filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, if we want to have a mighty move of God, and I know we do, we need to, there's 10 things that we need to check ourselves in. The first one is, we mustn't be ignorant of Him. We must be well acquainted with the Holy Spirit. We must know His, Him as a person. We must know Him as our Master. We must know Him as our Lord. He's not just a force. He's not, he's not just a power. If it was a force or a power, it's something you can use. But the Holy Spirit is Lord. He is Master. He reveals to us the Word of God. He reveals to us and takes the Word, this written Word, and He makes it rhema. He quickens us according to His Word, making the will of God known to us. And as we yield to Him and respond to Him, he is the Spirit of God. He puts His hand on us and we become supernatural. Glory to God. This glorious supernatural life is what God has prepared for you and I. He is a person and He is our Lord. He is our Master. We must get to know Him, get to know His voice, get to understand Him. Hallelujah. And of course, the Bible's full of uh, different typologies of the Holy Ghost. And one of the crucial gifts of the Spirit is the gift of tongues, speaking in other tongues, speaking by the unction of the Holy Ghost. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, as we hear the voice of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The Bible compares the Holy Spirit to water. The Bible compares the Holy Spirit to a dove, His gentleness compares the Holy Spirit to a river that flows, a fire. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. Hallelujah. He's not stagnant. He's constantly alive. The Holy Spirit is more alive than you and I. He's constantly fresh, constantly speaking, constantly moving, constantly taking us from glory to glory into deeper revelation and understanding. Hallelujah. The, the Bible says He's like a wind that blows hallelujah and we we do not understand him in the natural but in the spirit we 
catch and we understand what the Holy Ghost is doing so we can line up, hallelujah, and work in the power of the Spirit. He is constantly moving. The Holy Ghost is not stagnant. He's not yesterday's news. Hallelujah. The church is constantly moving in revelation knowledge because the revelation gets brought by the Holy Spirit. And I want to say to you the pace at which we move, the pace at which we grow and go from glory to glory is the pace at which we listen, the pace at which we respond, the pace at which we are moved by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. And He is here. And you don't have to call Him every time. He came. He came on the day of Pentecost. The Bible doesn't say ever in no other place that he came again. He came and Jesus said when he comes, he will abide. And when he abides, he stays with you. He's in you. He's with you. He's constantly at work in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so because of that, we can, when we're in the spirit, we're fresh. We're ever fresh. We're ever green. We're constantly being renewed. Glory to God <laughs> by the Holy Ghost. We're constantly filled with joy. Oh, if you've lost your joy, you just need an infilling of the Holy Ghost. You need a fresh touch of the Spirit of God because He's the Spirit of peace. He's the Spirit of joy. He's the Spirit of life. He's the Spirit of health. He's the Spirit of strength. He's the Spirit that quickens. He's the Spirit that makes all things possible on this earth. Glory to God for those who believe. Amen. So we must know the Holy Spirit. Second thing is we must never quench the Holy Spirit. Don't quench Him. Respond to the Holy Spirit. He is the life that bubbles up inside of you. And we need to learn to respond to Him. Learn to yield. Learn to be moved and instantly obey what He tells us to do. And for those who are not used to walking in the Spirit, it can be quite daunting because we're so used to walking in the natural. We're so used to having things thought out in our own minds. But listen, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Don't, when the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart, it's still a small voice, when He speaks to you, respond, move. So many times uh, we in service and we will be worshiping and I'll, I'll be saying to somebody, you've got a word from God. And that person will shake their head and say no. And then after the service, they'll come and say, you know, Pastor John, you're right. I had a word, but I was feeling a bit, bit uh, self-conscious. Friend, never quench the Holy Spirit. Because the more you learn to yield to Him, the bolder you become. Hallelujah. The more you learn to yield to Him, the fresher the flow flows from your innermost being. Hallelujah. So uh, never quench the Holy Spirit. Don't be reluctant. Don't be slow. Don't be sluggish as the Spirit moves on you. And here's another thing. When the Spirit moves, speak. When He speaks, you move immediately. Glory to God. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. The third thing is never grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, there are things that grieves God and hurts Him and grieves His heart. And those things are sinful in their nature because we're not of this world. Learn to live clean. Live holy before God. Live with a clean conscience in the Spirit. Hallelujah. When He convicts you, instantly open your heart. Respond. Repent. When He speaks to you, instantly avoid things that would grieve Him. Unforgiveness grieves the Holy Spirit. 
Speaking bad about others grieves the Holy Spirit. Having unclean thoughts grieves the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, don't grieve him. Hallelujah. Then number four, what else do we need to prepare for a move of the Holy Spirit? We need unity in the church. We, and unity, listen, comes from love. Unity comes from firstly a love for God and secondly a love for church. People say, well, I love God, but I can't love his church. Well, then you never love God because if you love your God, then you will love your neighbor as yourself. Love the church. Let the church be precious to you. You know, it grieves me when people speak bad about the church. Even if they're speaking about another church, don't speak about the church. In a, in a bad way. We need the unity in this church. Hallelujah. Unity is the bond of perfection. Hallelujah. In love that God gives us. Be, always be careful of schisms and divisions and being part and having your ears open because that's what the enemy tries to do. He brings division by strife. He brings division by offense. Offense separates. Taking offense separates. Never take offense. It's amazing how many opportunities we have to take offense in the church, but never take offense. Let love cover a multitude of sin. Hallelujah. There are people who think they don't need the church, but friend, you need the church. We need the church. We love the church. Those who think they don't need the church, they can stay home. I think they're going to miss the move of God. I think they're not going to be there when the Spirit of God starts moving in power. And now they're going to have to go and buy oil while we have already been in the oil. We've already been in the church. So love the church. Glory to God. Number five, we must have a hunger for God. Stir up your hunger. You know, you can see hungry people. They are excited. Hungry people, there's just a look about them. They're not satisfied. They absorb every little thing that comes their way. They are excited. They receive everything. Nothing is, nothing is uh, just come see, come see, doesn't matter. No, for them, because they're hungry for God, they, they constantly passionate about God. Don't lose your hunger. Never lose your zeal. Amen. You know, don't ever come to a place where you're not giving your best. Hungry people give God their best praise, their best worship. Hungry people uh, come and they offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. Hallelujah. They're a blessing to behold. You look at their faces and they're full of joy and glory because they're hungry, hungry for God. The next thing is it's people that's going to bring the move of God are people that are not satisfied. We are not settling for a status quo. Some people are, are filled and saturated and excited. And other people have just lost their hunger. They've lost their passion. They just can't be moved anymore. Even God can't move them. I heard Reynard Bonker say this. He said, God will lift you out of the very deepest of pits. But he will not lift you out of your armchair. That passion that we need to have. We must never become uh, satisfied. 
Let a desperation for God constantly draw you. Never settle for a status quo. We seek Him day and we seek Him at night. We seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Never lose your hunger for God. Amen. Bring sacrifices. Worship. Do your best for God. Serve in the house of God. Never become satisfied. And I think sometimes people become satisfied because their eyes got closed and they started losing sight of all the treasures and the gifts and the beauty that there is in God. Hallelujah. Pray that the Lord will open your eyes again to see Him in His beauty, to see Him in His glory, that your faith will be stirred again, that your heart will be stirred towards God, because that kind of hot relationship with God draws the Holy Ghost to you. It draws you to Him. It's like a lightning bolt. When there's, a, when there's a hunger and a person's not satisfied when there's lightning in the, in the air and there's, a, there's electricity and it's, it's just waiting, but there's a lightning rod standing there. That lightning will strike that rod because it's seeking that polarity. And our lives are like that. When you're hungry for God, He will touch your life. Hallelujah. The next thing, point number seven, honor. Saints, honor is so important. Never become familiar with the things of God. I think today of Hophni and Phineas, Eli's sons, sons of the priest, the high priest, but they became familiar with the things of God. They started becoming familiar with the offerings. They started becoming familiar with the, with the rituals, etc. And they dishonored. You know, if you, people who are familiar have lost reverence. They've lost awe. And it means to take things that are holy and treat it like it's common. We will not do that. Amen. Honor his servants. Honor the men of God. Honor the word that comes to you. Meditate on the word that comes to you. Hallelujah. Take seriously what's being said. Familiarity is very dangerous. You know, familiarity breeds contempt familiarity dulls your senses familiarity uh, causes you to lose perception familiarity causes you to have blindness even in the midst of a mighty touch from god hallelujah disrespectful uh, attitudes come from familiarity never become familiar you know i always used to say to people don't become familiar. With Pastor Fred, I always called him my pastor. And I said, hey, oh, Freddy. No, because he's my pastor. He's my apostle. And I addressed him as such. I treat him as such. Never become familiar with the things of God. We must honor God. Honor the things of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because saints, that which you honor, that, that means what you honor means you look up to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You esteem it, and then you can receive from it. Number eight, keep your passion. Keep your passion for God. David says, early in the morning I will arise and seek thee. Hallelujah. He says, the zeal of the Lord has consumed me. Keep your passion. Hallelujah. Arrive early. Prepare your heart. Serve the Lord with zeal. Amen. Serve God with more zeal than what you serve your boss. Hallelujah. Some people treat, serve their boss. They arrive early at work every day, but they can't arrive early for worship. 
They come unprepared. But saints, when you've got passion, you've got zeal, it unlocks things in the spirit realm for yourself. Hallelujah. We don't want half-baked attitudes. God is looking for purity. Amen. Number nine, put his kingdom first. Hallelujah. Find somewhere to serve. Put his kingdom first. Not six days for me and one day, one hour for God. No. When I put the kingdom first, I find somewhere to serve. The kingdom is important for me. Amen. Besides Sundays, but I'm involved in the kingdom. Set yourself. Set yourself. Because so easy to lose focus, to let too many things come in. Involve yourself in the kingdom of God. And number 10, position yourself. Engage in the move of God. If you see God is busy doing something, engage. Get in there. Position. There's a special uh, uh, service coming up. There's something announced for special evangelism. Position yourself to be part of that, whichever way you can. Get yourself in a position to advance the vision. To advance the kingdom. Hallelujah. Do something that will cause the church to have a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Position yourself in a place of faith. Position yourself in a positive attitude. Position yourself in, in worship and glory and looking for that heavenly kingdom to be established. Position yourself for God to use you. Hallelujah. Say, here's my hands, Father. What can I do? Hallelujah. Amen. When we got a heart like that, your heart will be on fire. We will never lose out. You see, when your heart's on fire, you catch everything that's going on around you. When your heart is passionate, you are looking and you're looking for the signs and you're looking out and you're listening to the Holy Ghost because you want to hear and you want to respond. And friend, how do I grow deeper in God? The more I respond, the deeper I flow in the river. Hallelujah. The, the Bible says they preach the gospel, the Holy Ghost working with them. Amen. As they laid hands on, on people, the Holy Spirit works on them. The more you do in the kingdom by faith, the more you activate your spirit and the more the Holy Ghost starts working with you and you start flowing in a river. You start flowing in the streams of God. You start flowing in the vision and soon because you're part of it and you're in the forefront. Your ears are also open to hear. Hallelujah. Prophetic insight opens over your life. Hallelujah. And fire fills your heart. Glory to God. The more passionate we are for the kingdom, the more fire we have. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is how we enter the deeper things of God. We tell, we speak, we use every opportunity that's there. Amen. And an attitude of gratitude and service to God prepares us for this next move of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Saints, I bless you. There in your home, let the Holy Ghost quicken you. Thank you, Spirit of God. You're the same Spirit that raised Christ. You're the same Spirit that quickened Christ. You're the same Spirit that moved in Paul and in Silas. And Lord, you're the same Spirit that moved in Philip. You're the same Spirit that moves in all of us as we open our heart for you. Thank you now for Pentecost. Thank you now for filling every home with your glory and your presence and your power and your anointing. And today I declare over your household that power comes on you in the name of Jesus. 
receive the power, the quickening, the enablement of the Holy Ghost supernaturally in your home. Fill these homes. There it is. Lord, I see the glory. I see the power. I see the anointing on your spirit on each and every one watching here today in your home. Let your home be full. That's it. I see the glory. Come on. Just praise him. Just thank him. I see the glory. I see the glory. I see the glory. I see a quickening. Spirit of God, as we healed, I thank you that you take this offering, that you take this yieldedness to you. And you fill every life with your glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Saints, position yourself for God to use you. Praise God. And he is the spirit of provision. He is the spirit of life. You know, we often pray and we pray against the spirit of poverty because it's a spirit. Poverty is a spirit and we resist that spirit. But faith is also a spirit. Provision is the spirit of provision. Hallelujah. And as we act with the Holy Ghost, as we act in faith, we support the church. We bring our tithe. We bring our offering. We, we yield our finances to God and we bring our offerings, the more we healed, the spirit of prosperity is manifest. As we open our hands, we're able to receive. But when we keep our hands closed, nothing can come in. Everything just falls over. But as we keep giving. Saints, I want to just say thank you to, to the Lord for the many testimonies we are hearing. God is so faithful. Our tithers are still tithing. Our givers are still giving. Our people are looking to God and He is not faithful. We trust that you were blessed by today's podcast and that you were inspired to be more like Jesus. If you seek after Him, you shall surely find Him. If you would like more information about Durban Christian Centre South and our various ministries, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel or visit our website www.durbanchristiancenter.co.za